What's Up Whittier? Welcome to What's Up Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. Hey guys, producer Christine here with this week's community corkboard announcements. Every Friday from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., we have the Uptown Whittier Farmers Market put on by the Whittier Uptown Association on the corner of Philadelphia and Bright. If you're interested in becoming a vendor, email farmersmarket at whittieruptown.org. And on April 27th, celebrate Mother Earth at this year's Whittier Earth Day celebration presented by the United Nations Association of Whittier. So again, this takes place April 27th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., There will be yoga, kids' crafts, speakers. It's a free community event, and it's taking place in Uptown Whittier in the grassy area at 6718 Greenleaf Avenue. It's right next to the parking structure in between Laura's Boutique and the Dollar Store and, you know, right across the way from La Monarca, Bottle Room, all that stuff. So make sure you guys, you can go park in the parking structure or, hey, even maybe ride share, walk there, ride your bike to Uptown. That'd be a great day enjoy so um you know if you have a lot of time maybe you can go to that at 10 and then go to the next event that's at 11:30. so saturday april 27th at 11:30 a.m join the whittier historical society and museum for their annual fashion show fashion to a t the runway of curiosity so this year's theme is alice in wonderland so yours truly producer christine is going to be the mc for that evening and uh, or that afternoon rather so be sure to be there promptly at 11:30. do not be late or be there at 11:15 because we're going to be doing a cute little etiquette class learning uh, i mean cute little etiquette class i'm really excited for it. i love tea parties so i'm so honored to be able to be the mc and you know sip some tea have some cucumber sandwiches going to be a lot of fun so for more information call the office and uh, you're probably going to speak with nick nick is a really awesome guy and it will be 562-945-3871 that's the phone number to reserve your tickets today they're 40 dollars for members 45 dollars for non-members of the whittier historical society and again it'll take place at the whittier museum 6755 Newland Avenue. And if you've never been to the Whittier Museum, you are totally missing out. You should go there anyway. They're open um, every single day. You can go and give your do a self-guided tour or they have docents on Friday and Saturday from 1 to 4. And be sure to tell them what's up Whittier sent you. It's really important just because they know that, you know, you guys are out in the community and you're listening to the stuff. Super cool. Alright, this next event that we're going to get into um, actually in this episode is pretty cool. Get some exclusives. We're going to let you know though right here right now because this just came out on the internet. Um, All of the restaurants that are going to be included in Tops and Tapas. Yay, I'm super excited for Tops and Tapas. I don't know if you can tell if you're a faithful listener, you'll know that producer Christine is very excited. And it's going to be, it's put on by the Whittier Uptown Association. So there are 35 plus brewery and restaurant tastings. What that means is, you know, you pay $60 because the VIP is sold out. So you have to get general admission and that's $60 and you get unlimited food and drink tastings. It's a great event. It's going to take place Sunday, April 28th from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. 
at Fiesta Hall, 12703 Philadelphia Street in Uptown. The Whittier Uptown Association presents Taps and Tapas, the ultimate day of craft beer and food tasting that will feature several craft breweries while showcasing Uptown's growing and vibrant restaurant scene. So like I said, you can no longer buy tickets online through brown paper. You have to go to the following restaurants. You can go to the 6740, Auntie's, Bamboo Sushi, Bizarra Capital, Brickhouse Pizza, California Grill, Colonia Publica, Crooked Gaff Kitchen, The Deli Up, Fresh Off the Hook, Greenleaf Thai, JC's Kitchen, The Knotted Apron, Modern Shaman, Nixon Steakhouse, Flight, Red Oak Barbecue, Sage, Spin Lounge, Tacos and Michis, The Alumni, The Commoner, The Rusty Monk, Turnbull's Tavern, Chicken Coop, and Veggie Ike. Wow, that's a mouthful. So I'm really, really, really excited because I love half of these restaurants. And here are the breweries that are also going to be participating. So like I said, you guys will get a cute little, <laughs> everything's super cute in my world. You're going to get a little shot glass cup. I think it's about four ounces or six ounces. And um, that's where you're going to get your unlimited pours. So it's going to say 2019, Taps and Tapas. And here are the breweries where you can get your pours from. Santa Monica Brew Works, Lagunitas Brewing, Angry Horse Brewing, Deschutes Brewery, Three Weavers, Slow Brewery, Chihuahua Cerveza, Pacific Plate Brewing, Brewery at Company, Unibrow, Bootlegger Strand, Ballast Point, Track 7 Brewing, Anderson Valley Brewing, and North Coast Brewing Co. Super exciting. Great job, April and Rick. Look at this list. Okay, well, I'm super excited. Um, like I said, go to any of those restaurants that I mentioned up above for you to get your ticket today. Alrighty, well that's all I have for the month of April right now. If you guys have anything you want to send to me, producer Christine in the Community Corkboard, email communitycorkboard at whatsupwittier.com or just email me, Christine at whatsupwittier.com. If you want to follow our social media, go to at whatsupwittier on everything. We're on Instagram, Facebook, at whatsup562 on Twitter. Visit our website, whatsupwittier.com, so you can learn a little bit more information. And you can always check out our old podcast episodes. Like I mentioned, um, all of those restaurants above, I'll just go back to the list and you can hear which podcast episodes um, or which businesses have been on the podcast. We've had Auntie's, we've had Bizarre Capital, and Colonia Publica, one and the same. We've had uh, The Deli Up, we've had JC's Kitchen, The Knotted Apron, we've had Flight, we've had Spin Lounge, and uh, The Commoner, and Hermel's Tavern. So those are some great businesses, and you can learn a little bit more about the business owners before you go to Taps and Tapas. How cool is that? Okay, so don't forget to follow our social media. You can follow me, Producer Christine, at uh, call and go to my website, ChristineSingerLuna.com, or you can check me out at The Singing Moon on Instagram. Did you know I'm a California certified public notary? That I am. So if you're interested and you need any notary notarizations, just uh, shoot me a DM at The Singing Moon and I will promptly respond. You can also send me an email, um, you know, Christine at what's up I should be getting that as well. So just let you know if you need a notary in the Whittier area, I also am very mobile. Just let me know. Send me a message for your notarial needs. And then if you need an architect or a realtor, 
follow J2 Architects. That is Jesse's firm at J2 Architects. Go to J2Architects.com if you need to get in touch with Jesse at J2 Architects. And if you need a realtor, if you're looking to buy or sell, reach out to at Remo the Realtor. Remo is a great realtor. He has a wonderful team. So go to RemoTheRealtor.com. Check him out on Facebook, Instagram, all those socials. And you can definitely will have great customer service and a pleasant experience while relocating. Thank you so much for pressing play, for looking up what's up with you, for hitting the subscribe button. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We totally appreciate the support. If you are interested in becoming a, you know, a major supporter, go to WIPARadio.com and learn a little bit more about our internet radio station that we have coming up. If you, you know, are interested in being a sponsor, if you are a podcaster and you want to have your show on a different platform if you're a dj and you want to have a spot where you can just play your show and then um you know tell different promoters hey i have a radio show listen to it and maybe they'll hire you i'm just kind of throwing these out there guys make sure that you go to uh wipradio.com you can email info at wipradio.com we're putting together that programming so i'm really really excited about all the cool stuff that's coming up We believe in Whittier. We believe in its creative content. We believe in its eclectic nature. So we just want to show that to the world because why not? And last but not least, and last but not least, if you know somebody that wants to come to Whittier, um, maybe has never heard of Whittier, if you know someone who lives in Whittier and has never heard of the podcast, let them know. And thank you if you already have. Let your friends and family know, you know. Um, I always say the best thing is uh, word of mouth because it's like you really trust it, you know. So um, thank you so much for me, producer Christine, Jesse, and Remo. You are all going to be really impressed with this episode, especially if you love Upton Whittier as much as we do. So thank you so much for listening. Take it away, Jesse and Remo. What's up, Whittier? Dun-da-da-da. Dun-da-da-da. Wait, you looking at me for like a second one or something, Jesse? Yeah, man. Wait, waiting for you to uh, to get going with the introduction, man. So today, Remo, uh, we're going to talk about what's going on here in Whittier, specifically Uptown, um, and uh, learn more about the ins and outs of, of what's happening and what's going on and what to expect. And we got the man, the legend, the myth, the micro, the microphone voice, oh, or radio right. voice, right? <laughs> <All righty. laughs> the voice of the village, man. There you go. Who do we have? We have Mr. Frank Medina. Hello, guys. Hello. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, our pleasure. See, you, you already tell because his voice is just That's so right. prominent. <laughs> and uh, obviously, we we say that because uh, you know we go we go way back in the mm. sense that we've worked together. Um, obviously, we know you at a person level, uh, but you know now we want to be able to put this out on the on the radio waves to yeah. to listeners of, of uh, obviously the community and kind of understand what's going on and what you guys have been doing. Perfect. Um, well, with that said, though, I like to 
to pass it on to you and introduce yourself to uh, the people who don't know you. Well, cool. Well, I want to say thank you for having me on board. It took you guys about two years to get me. That's right, right man. <laughs> Actually, I just want to point out that, Frank, we did have you on the car show episode when we were recording at our booth uh-huh. in June of 2017. Right. Uh-huh. So you have been a guest oh, on the podcast okay. before. I didn't, I didn't get a copy of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's on the internet stuck forever. In the mail. <laughs> you got stuck in the mail. No, I want to say uh, thank you so much. It's, it's an honor and a privilege to be here with you guys. Uh, I, I listen to your podcast all the time uh, you know with everything happening in Uptown Whittier this is like I'm really really excited especially yeah. especially after coming off the first year of being the president of the Whittier Uptown Association so excited about that um, but as far as that uh, I'm with the association I've been there what three going on no yeah three no, years than that. no four years four now years, yeah. four years now and I started with you guys yeah you know uh, so we go you know we go way back uh, and uh, last year has been fun it's been a it's been a learning uh, experience uh, learning experience, what I mean. That's right. Yeah, and uh, you see what the, the do's and don'ts are and where the resistance is and where the contributions come from and what I mean contribution-wise, people that volunteer and help out. Mm-hmm. So it's been, uh, it, it's been awesome. But, you know, at the end of the day, like we were talking earlier, um, I'm glad to know that we're, we're doing something of purpose. You yep, know, yep. something of something of action as well uh, for the betterment of Uptown, the business owners, the community, uh, and everybody that just comes into Uptown. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, you're so you're the president of the Uptown Association. Yes. Um, obviously, for those listeners who who uh, don't know what he's talking about, it's a business association. Correct. Um, I mean, do you want to go into details about? What that means, and well, and well actually, the uh, the Whittier Uptown Association was founded back in 1954, and um, back then it was it was an association that would be the voice for the business owners, business merchants, because um, you have the entity of the city. You know, where you get the permits and everything else and the city council, they vote and do their thing. But they felt back then that um, that the uptown didn't uh, uptown business owners did not have a voice back then. So it's been around since 1954. And it's had your, you know, your quorum, as they call it, where you got your you got your, you know, your president, your VP, your secretary. uh, What else? Treasurer. Uh, Your treasurer. Uh, and that's what's been. So it's been it's it's been a bit of history since '54, and there's been a lot of leadership personalities and that have run it, and you know they've sustained sustained themselves uh, for this long. They've had some good years, some bad years, and some tainted uh, personality leadership wise. But all that it's it's been around. But again, our our mission statement is is to. Uh, continue to promote the, uh, the, the 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 continued success of each business owner in Uptown. Yeah. So it's promoting the the Uptown area, um, not just obviously here, meaning promoting each business, but also promoting the businesses and this Uptown area to mm-hmm. other outside neighboring right, right. Uh, yeah. neighborhoods, right? Exactly. Well, again, it's not just for the Uptown, just like you said. So our objective is is to promote our business owners. Number one. That's priority. Then, for the betterment of our community, which are our, our community families, and also yeah. the greater community, to draw businesses to come open up in Uptown, as well as bring the greater community families from outside Whittier to bring them in as well. Nice, nice. And obviously, you, you've taken on this role more recently. Um, I guess if you could speak about what, why you joined um, mm-hmm. and why you're in the position that you're in. I mean, what drives you to to do what you do? Oh man, uh, good question. Good how, question. How much do you get paid for it? 
Uh, I get paid gracefully, I would say yeah, that. Yeah. Zero, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I haven't cashed one check yet. <laughs> That's uh, also in the middle. I haven't cashed one check yet. Um, but actually, just to piggyback on that, it's a volunteer position. Yeah. Yes, so it is. Yeah. I think Remo was yeah, making yeah. it as a joke. Okay, so excerpt on that, there's no pay. No, yeah. it, it, it's strictly a volunteer position. It's yeah. what we uh, uh, it's, it's just what we choose to do. Uh, but before I get into that, go, go back to your question. Uh, the motivating factor for me of what, why I got involved, because I, I, I spent my my single days in Uptown. So I, I consider myself saying that I grew up in, in Uptown, in these streets, uh, you know, Havana House, all the way all the way up to Hadley, you know, the, back then in Patio, which now Sage. So, um, so I, I have a I have a real deep uh, adoration and love for my for, for Uptown, mm-hmm. um, and um, since being in Uptown and always having uh, the business here in Uptown, you know, like we say, we work in Uptown, we eat in Uptown, you know, we we play in Uptown. So uh, I remember I went to a, a city, I went to an annual city meeting that they have every year, and at that time it was uh, R. G. Rick Gonzalez, A.K.A. J. C. Um, you know, I saw him speak uh, on behalf of the association, and I went, oh, okay. Uh, Rick had a stigma about him, and I went, he had a presence about him. Then he had everybody, I think you guys mm-hmm. were all there. And I looked up and I said, wow, what a presence and what a, what a, what a, set, of, what a set of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was attracted to that. And when I went up to Rick afterwards and said, how do I do what you do and how do I become part of the team? Because it seems that you guys are doing, you know, a, a great deal in Uptown. And then he gave, me, he gave me the 411 as far as what to do, uh, and I, 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 was, I was influenced and motivated by that or inspired. Um, but to see you guys collectively as a group, as a force for, for Uptown, I was like, I want to be part of that. And that's when I decided to be, uh, let's just say, in my own opinion, part of the cause. Yeah. Uh, I said I submitted my application, and I think you were there that night. Uh, Not I, yet. I came in before you. Yes. So Rima was there, and uh, you were the treasurer back then. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I got voted in, and... You know, the rest is history. You have your long days and you have your you have your short days. And your really long days. <laughs> and then your really 5.30 in the morning days. That's right. Uh, but I'll, I'll say this. Uh, we were talking about it, it being voluntary. Uh, and the, a lot of my memory is shared with Remo because we were, we were, we're cabbies together on every, pretty much every event function. So uh, that was also uh, inspiring to say, okay, it's going to be another Remo. We're going to do the, uh, the the grand tour every at 5 in the morning. But, uh, you know, it – some some people say that a volunteer position like this is a thankless position, which you can agree with sometimes. Um, I like to take the side or the vision of that it, it it's more of a grateful position uh, to be able to serve the owners, the business owners, as well as to serve the community. Yeah, you haven't lived until you're in a golf cart when it's forty <laughs> degrees out at five thirty in the morning, that's, setting up barricades. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's where the real action. That's happens. right. That's right. We had plenty. We had plenty of those, man. Yeah. No, and it's big. I mean, uh, again, just talking about, you know, the position you're in right right now. I mean, Mm -hmm. you're the president. um, And even that alone adds more responsibilities to what you're doing. Yeah. Even if you're just a part of the executive committee or the board. Definitely, yeah. Um, I mean, uh, I don't know if you want to talk about anything like that in terms of kind of what what tasks or what – I don't know if goal is the right word, but but in terms of what you've been trying to execute for this year – or even next year in terms mm. of, um, like, you know, your – I guess is goal the right word? Yeah. I don't know. Well, where is Uptown going? I think okay. that might be just a general statement. And I would say, um, you know, is it where, where it is that you like – do you like where it is now or do you see it also kind of going into a certain direction um, that you're hoping that it goes? I would say uh, I – 
not even the word to say content of where we are now and where what the what the vision is or you know what what our end result's going to be because there's it's always going to be progressive there's always going to be growth um i think that uh, i think that we we basically the past what 8 months or 9 months we've we've come a bit of a ways uh and you know for a board of 8 we're back in our day uh in 2015 i believe it we were 14 uh, we were a big board back then. Uh, now we have eight. You know, you got you know the the one and only April Gallegos. You know, who's the VP? Who's who's my balance? Uh, you know, you got Rose. Um, you have Marissa Sotomayor. Who else? We have we have Claudia. Uh, then we have uh, we have Justin, who just came on board. He's uh, just got voted in uh, two months ago. And you know Fabio Soto with mm-hmm. State Farm. Mm-hmm. He's now a board, a board of director. Uh, he he got in last month. And I'm missing someone else. Oh, and George Caldera. The one and only George Caldera of the Knotted Apron. So with these, with with this group here, um, I mean, I, I I feel that I feel that we're we're much more focused, um, and we we're kind of everyone everyone kind of unifies as one to handle each let's say each event, each purpose, and and each idea uh, that they bring bring across the table. And again, we couldn't do anything without the one and only as far as the operations director Olivia Rios, who you know works night and day. Yeah. You know, and she she's the kind of the, the glue or the connection to to everything that goes on. Um, but in terms of what you're saying, where we are now, um, I feel that we're we're making progress, uh, which means kind of, and what I mean by that is, is we're making action oriented foot progress, where we're getting results. Like one of the um, one of the goal last year was was Christmas lights for Uptown. You know, where, where has it been, or why why have they never? done it in years and uh, i had a goal to do that by thanksgiving uh of last year and you know with olivia's help and all the hard work uh we, we pulled it off you know we approached the city uh we didn't back down we said well this is what our intention is and as normal there's a process but we didn't let up and we were successful in getting the lights up the week after christmas but still we got them up yeah so and where were the lights at so for those that maybe are not familiar with the area ah. how much lighting did uptown get during that time oh okay got it uh well uh, the that was phase one for last year um again after learning after kind of doing the uh, what's called the due diligence uh or research there's a total of 48 a total of 48 total trees uh from wardman coffee bean all the way up to bailey um, so you got coffee bean down there, and then you got crepes and grapes all up on Greenleaf, uh, and they're the ficus trees. So uh, we have 48 trees within our budget. We didn't really didn't have enough uh, to do all 40, 48, and it was this is the first time doing this. So we we said, you know what? Let's just go ahead and go every other one, and then but we'll zigzag. So because I don't know if you drive down Greenleaf and you see that the trees are are parallel with one another. Mm-hmm. You know why they did it that way? Who knows? Maybe shade or what have you. So we uh, we said let's go zigzag every other tree. Uh, so we lit up a total of thirty two trees last wow. year. So thirty two trees from coffee bean up to crepes and grapes. That was phase one. Uh, that was at a cost that you know that we took the hit 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 with. And uh, phase two is going to be this year. Now we want to go from Rick's Burgers all the way up to Hadley, and that'll be phase two. Nice and still zigzag. Uh, yeah, yeah, still, still zigzag because again we don't want to knock ourselves out of the yeah. budget. Um, but maybe, maybe the year afterwards in 2021, uh, they'll have phase three to light them all up, yeah. or you know, even uh, maybe even going all the way down to uh, Whittier Boulevard. That would be nice. Um, but yeah, that was a uh, that, that was one of the huge goals that, uh, that that we all agreed to as as a association was to get it done. And the, uh, here's a funny note. 
we we had a bit of a resistance, let's just say, um, and we said, okay, so what we had to do is we had to go, we had to do footwork, and you know, you know, boots on the ground, and we had to actually get a petition of all the business owners and property owners that were for Christmas lights. Uh, and uh, so we got a bunch of signatures. I think we collected close to maybe 60 to 70 and submitted submitted those into the city. And everybody was like, you know, finally, we haven't had lights in years. So to, 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 so to get to pull that off and to accomplish that was really uh, it was gratifying uh, for the association. Who didn't sign it? No, uh, that we'll talk about that over happy hour. No, no, just kidding. Yeah. Well, what else you guys got going on in terms of, uh, um, again, kind of goals for this year? Uh, yeah. Anything um, else that's on the books? Yeah, or? yeah. Uh, you know what? There, there's so much. Uh, there is. So, there's so much going on right now in Uptown that it's 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 one thing to to serve your purpose for the promote you know the promoting the well being of every business owner down in Uptown, but it's also it, it, it it's tough to deal with when you got the reality of, as far as what is actually going on in Uptown, uh, such as businesses closing up, vacating. Now you got now you have an empty an empty facility. Um, you have a, a property being sold, and they're waiting on permits, like the Marinella building, mm-hmm. and yet you got that building being vacant, and then obviously you know what that attracts. Um, so it's one thing to to say, "Hey, come on over here, and let's bring your families, and you know, bring uh, a new business owner down here." But if we don't have our backyard clean, how are we going to expect people to be attracted to come down here? Yeah. So, uh, so th- there's a lot of again, all the the, the good and the bad. Um, going back to your question, it's. It, it, it's more than just saying, "Hey, we're the association. We have these. We put on all these events, and these are our goals." But we have to deal with the reality of what happens on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis. Uh, but as far as what we're trying to do right now is is continue the continued promotion of our business merchants who are our members. Uh, we want to provide them with value, you know, value of saying, "Hey, we are your voice." Um, whatever voice you had in the years past, we want to say we want to step it up and, and, and be a stronger a stronger voice for you. The association wants to be a bit more innovative, you know, and kind of going with the trends. So now we have the uh, we're bringing back uh, the Tapas uh, and Tapas, you know, and that is uh, Rick Gonzalez. That's his uh, his uh, his birth, his uh, his baby or his creation, so to speak. That is uh, April twenty. Oh yeah, April twenty eighth is going to be at the Fiesta Hall, uh, and here's where Rick and April really, really just just hit it out of the park. Uh, it's going to be indoor and outdoor. Nice. Yeah, uh, they met with uh, with the city to get the permits for that, and guess what? Maybe the city at this point right now, with the movement that we have in Uptown, maybe they're kind of saying, okay, wait a minute. We're not going to be old thinking. We're going to be new thinking. And they gave us the permits. Dope. Yeah. So, awesome. so, I mean, you said a lot. So let, let's start. Let's backtrack with the Antique Fair. So what is that? What is it? What does it mean? I mean well, uh, the Antique Fair is, is to bring the greater community out, uh, people from out of Whittier. Uh, and basically, we have a bunch of vendors who sell antiques. Uh, and a, a wide variety of antiques and some good antiques too. Um, and they come out, uh, they pay a fee for a 10 by 10 booth, and we line them up from uh, where Starbucks is on Greenleaf in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. all the way down. We stopped it all the way up to Friends now by the uh, Brookdale, and we now, now we're going up to Washington Avenue uh, by the post office so that we don't impede on anybody else, any of the businesses there. Um, but, and, you know, it, all it is is just it starts at, uh, at 8 in the morning. Um, the vendors, you know, sell their items. People come down and antique shop, find good deals, and either bring the family, walk their dogs, uh, and spend the day up in Uptown. It goes all the way till 3 p.m. 
and it, it, it's really neat because I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm an antique. You know, I'm a bit nostalgic, and it, it's cool to see that happen. Nice. And, and in terms of again, you kind of mentioned that the the purpose behind the event is to attract people to the uptown area. Correct. Um, what goes into that kind of marketing? Um, like, like how do, how do people outside of Whittier hear about this? Oh man! Well, here's the thing: because it's already been 13 or 12 years. I'm not sure on the on the years. It says on the flyer. Um, everybody already is aware of it every year. Okay. So it's already branded. So you got your regulars who show yep. up. Yep, it's already branded, and people they start calling. They started calling in, in January uh, to uh, to reserve their spot or to renew it. But yeah, but it's already branded, and everybody knows about it. And what's funny is that last year I co-chaired it with uh, Jesse Bosk, and uh, people were walking around, and you know Jesse and I were walking around, and people were saying, "Why don't we have it twice a year?" Because they would come. But then again, it takes t- it takes time to put up an event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the twenty fourth annual. Ah, there you go. So twenty four years. It, there you go. And and Thank again, the the reason behind these events is obviously to promote the uptown area, right? It's that is to, correct. To yes. Create awareness of of uh, of this area that uh, that exists and, yeah. and get some more exposure. Because uh, that's always the, the question we used to get. You know, it's like, well, why do why do we have all these events? You yeah, know? exactly. I mean, the purpose is that you want to have people show shop locally in, in uptown. Yeah. Uh, so why bring these events? Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's kind of the way you piggyback on on some of that stuff. Exactly. Right? Um, let's talk about the taps and tapas. What is that? What does that mean for well, those that uh, have not attended? And, and uh, uh, again, the, the the taps and tapas is uh, I was exposed to it actually my first year when I when I when I joined, uh, and uh, again that's the birth or the uh, the innovative uh, brain thinking of uh, Rick Gonzalez. I can't say enough about that guy, uh, but uh, to ha- to have him basically what it is 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 it it's going to be indoor outdoor. Uh, we have twenty two uh, breweries that are going to be in uh, in the facility and outside, and then we have uh, twenty six right now on record of the restaurants of Uptown Whittier. They're going to be uh, like little kiosk uh, in in and outside of the Fiesta Hall uh, out in the parking lot as well as inside. So the theme of it is is it. If you don't have the time to go to all the restaurants in Uptown, let us bring you to all the restaurants in Uptown in one facility. So basically, we have a VIP ticket, uh, which is $80, which they're already sold out, by the way. Uh, and then we have General Mission, which is uh, $60. And it's basically, you pay 60 you get a T-shirt, you get a little glass, because you're going to have your four-ounce um, IPAs for the breweries. And you go in there, and, and you basically eat Uptown. You eat uptown, and then you you know you enjoy all the breweries, the IPAs that you enjoy. So I, let me share this really interesting story with with taps and tapas. My first experience. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a beer drinker, <laughs> right? So I'm usually a, a liquor drinker. Right. And Disclaimer: If you're eating, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. If you're eating, just fast forward the next two three minutes. Right. Um, so I, I you know I'm eating, and I'm every every time I go around, someone offers beer. I said sure, and we were helping at the time, yeah, so they right. ordered a little bit more. Yeah. So I'm drinking, and and I don't know anything about beer. Mm. You know, my <laughs> beer of choice is Coors Light, and that tells <laughs> yeah. you how much no I know about beer. And if right. Coors Light is not available, yeah. Bud Light. So I'm have the first one, second one, and man, some of them are like I'm drinking like oil. You know, it's so dark and right. dense and yeah. like stouts, yeah, and, yeah. Those and, and yeah. IPAs. And, and yeah. I'm getting to a point where I'm like, you know, I'm buzzed, but I'm not really. And later, I, after I get home safely, <laughs> I'm, I'm hanging out, and it was on Sunday back then. Right, it was, and it was Sunday night football. Mm-hmm. And I remember I fell asleep at my my buddy's house or my cousin's house or something, and I get up and I'm like, man, I got to use the restroom. And then I'm walking to the restroom yeah, yeah. and. 
You know, here it went. Here it comes <laughs> on everything. <laughs> and I share that because someone told me, as yeah. disgusting as the story might sound, that you can't mix certain beers no, because they yeah, set in your stomach no-no. different. And it was just gnarly. I mean, it, yeah, it was one of those things yeah. where I didn't drink that much, but it was just mm. a combination of different, like how they get fermented and all that stuff. And they tell you when you're going to, the, this is how we do make our beer and you know and so forth. But I didn't. I just said, okay, let me taste it, yeah. let me taste it, let me taste it. And after about ten of those, I was yeah. Um, you you're, you returned your everything you yes, ate and drank, I, right? I, you yeah. know, I said, you know what, I, I enjoyed <laughs> what, what I had. Let me give it back to you guys. And you, you know what's funny again? That, that, that's a lesson learned. Because remember, if, you, if you're going to go dark, stay dark. If you're going to yeah. go light, stay light. Yeah. Well, I, I I just whatever was in front of me, I ate and I drank and uh, um and it was. I mean, it was a great uh, event. It, it was, was there was so many people. I remember it was closer in. August or yeah, and yeah. it was it was pretty warm and right, and, uh, and it, it, it was indoors most, yeah. mostly with an outside and, patio, and, and and that's the reason why they moved it because of the remember the the real bad summer heat that we were yeah, having, yeah, we yeah. so they moved right? it up to April because it's cooler and you know people. You know, as far as getting dehydrated yeah. with the with the heat and all that, yeah. but uh, th- there's something special that's going to happen this year. Have you guys heard about it? All right, guys, this is a really cool event. And it's kind of always been on my bucket list, like, of stuff to do in Whittier. I don't know if you have one of those. Um, You know, mine was, like, climbing the water tower, running across the Five Points Bridges. Um, You know, those are just two, right? And another one I've always had is to be in Dancing with the Whittier Stars. Well, shout out to Rudy Hernandez and Maria Hernandez and Fran Shields. And everybody else, the Whittier Community Foundation, for inviting me to participate in Dancing with the Whittier Stars. So it is on May 8th. There are two shows. There is a 4 p.m. matinee performance, a 6 p.m. reception, and a 7 p.m. performance. So my goal is to raise $2,500 minimum. I'm really hoping to go over that. But again, I only have four weeks from today, um, super last minute, like I said, April 11th. So I only have, what, 25 days to fundraise, and my goal is supposed to be 2500 minimum. I'm going to shoot for 3000 because, you know, I really believe in the Whittier Community Foundation. This specific fundraiser is for the firefighter tribute statue that's going to be located at the fire station on Greenleaf Avenue. But not only that, the Whittier Community Foundation also contributes to other nonprofits throughout the city. Um, it's really cool. I've been to their meetings before, and when I've been there a couple of times, they've re- they've read the letter and they've received letters from different nonprofits, um, which is really cool. And I can talk a little bit about more in detail. But if you want to learn more about the Whittier Community Foundation, you can listen to the episode that we had way back when with Rudy Hernandez, Chris Hartman, and Greg Alanis. It was a really great episode. So, like I said, it is $50 per person. There is a 4 p.m. and a 7 p.m. show with a 6 p.m. reception on May 8th at the Whittier Community Center, 7630 Washington Avenue. So I am not the only dancer. Let me tell you a few other featured dancers. We have Caroline Graham from Graham Productions, Claudia Guardo from Poochie Socks and Blue Moon on Stage Music. We have Dr. Maria Martinez-Poulin, the superintendent of the Whittier City School District, Lori Perschwalker from NAP Property Management, LaFonda Riggins from the Los Angeles County Fire Community Services Liaison. Next, we have all the men. So we have
have Dr. Ruben Arnieta, who's a local dentist, J.P. Arroyo, who's the owner of Light and Deli Up, Dr. John Hernandez, Rob Marin of Rob Marin Realty, Frank Medina from the Uptown Association, and Paul Salazar from Whittier Police Department. So if you are a business owner um, and you want to help producer Christine get her goal of $3,000, let me read off some sponsorship opportunities available. As a salsa sponsor for $1,000, you'll get a half-page advertisement in the program, four complimentary tickets for one performance only, a billboard at the event, I, producer Christine, will make you a 60-second advertisement, and I will play on every single podcast episode until May 8th, and to make it even better, I will feature your business on our Instagram. So hopefully, you know, you could utilize that leverage for your marketing. Next up, we have the Swingin' Sponsor at $500, and at this rate, you'll get a quarter-page advertisement in the program, two complimentary tickets. I will give you a shout-out on the podcast of the following episode. And you will definitely get the marketing on our Instagram. So if you have an Instagram, you can, you should definitely sponsor because, you know, this is a great cause. I love Whittier. I'm pro Whittier. And um, I'm just going to think out of the box right now. Next up, we have our Jump and Jive sponsor for $250. So now this um, advertisement is about the size of a business card in the program. And in addition to that, you will also get a shout out and you'll get the marketing. And our Jump and Jive sponsor for $250, you get a business card size page advertisement in the program. So it's not as, you know, obviously not as big as a full page, half page, quarter page, but it's the size of a business card. And I, producer Christine, will market you on our Instagram. That is just going to be a thing that I'm intending for all the levels. And last but not least, we have our Twinkle sponsor at $100, and that is a line advertisement in the program. In addition, I, producer Christine, will feature you on our Instagram. So, like I said, please let me know if you're interested in participating. You can email Christine at whatsupwhittier.com or you can send us a DM. So, I hope that these are a few ways that you can help support Team What's Up Whittier with Dancing with the Whittier Stars. And if you cannot attend or you cannot, you know, be a sponsor, a hundred bucks is a lot of money, I get it. Then please buy a ticket from me. It's only $50. And with that $50, like I said earlier, wine and beer so if you come to the matinee show uh, you know you can get some and be nice. or you, know, you can have some to drink um, and then enjoy a really fun show it'll be a great time I went last year and I love it so much which is why I'm so excited to be able to participate this year so like I said um, you know you buy those tickets for $50 and if you cannot even uh, do $50 for a ticket because hey I don't hear you you can buy both at a dollar each so if you just want to throw five Whittier, and maybe you can bend or crash up. We'll see how we can make that work in that way.
there's something special that's going to happen this year. What about it? No. No? Should I tell you? Exclusive, man. There you go. Yeah, this is the one's up here. Exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless yeah. you go to the uptown station. Ah, there you go. There you go. Um, whoever's here to hear this, you're going to buy me a drink. Um, the, uh, we're having... Save it. I'll we save can. it. I, no. I was just saying, you, you should buy your ticket so you can see who's Right. Going. Okay, well, we'll leave it out. We'll put it this way. We have a councilman that's going to be in a dunk tank. There you go. We have uh, three other, let's just say, known figures that are going to be in the dunk tanks. Thank you. Uh, thank you. There you go. You. Yeah, Reba's one of them. <laughs> and uh, and basically, uh, every every selected individual that's going to be in the dunk tank, every the money that they raise is going to go to the charity of their choice. Nice. Yeah. So it's going to be. So how do they raise money? Like, do they challenge people? No, no, no. Well, you got to pay. You got to pay to throw the ball. Oh. I, okay. I think it's more of a whoever attracts more people. Right. Is yeah. the way they're going to no, make more yeah. money. So I, I think it's going to be ten bucks to three balls. I'm, I, I, don't quote me on that. I don't know. But so they give ten bucks, and let's just say if person A has at the end of the day is five hundred bucks or a thousand dollars, he'll he'll assign t- tell us the association of where to put that that money to charity. They, it's just it, it's all to raise money. Is it one tank or there's multiple? Uh, I, there, there's going to be two tanks. We have four uh, four people selected for the uh, dunk tanks, oh, so it's nice. going to be a wet day for some people. Yeah, I'm excited and if, about. And that. if it's hot, man, it's going to be a cool day. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Outdoors, that Out, outside, outdoor, okay. it's going to be fun. Yeah, so so if you want to if you want to dunk some people that uh, maybe that you kind of want to. You don't care for sock it to him. Yeah, if you want to sock it to him, then yeah. show up on April twenty eighth. Charity, all yeah. for charity. Uh, show up on April twenty Sunday, April twenty eighth at uh, it starts off at twelve thirty p.m. General admission starts at two thirty p.m. to six p.m. And for those listeners, if you want Remo to be one of the dunkies, yes, yes. You gotta you gotta send in your DM on Instagram and we'll make it happen. Yeah. By the way, uh, we have. <laughs> I would one, hit the thing on purpose. <laughs> uh, we have an opening for someone else. So if you want, you to DM them. We'll get Remo in. Yeah. Exactly. W- what's the minimum? How many do you want? Over a hundred? No, I think uh, with just five. I, okay, just I, five is good. Be, I'll be competitive, and I would I would go against all those. Like, there you go. No, no, no. He's saying eight. how many should we? If if five people, what's a required person? One person. He lowered it. Jesse sent the message to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Top Stoppers is going to be – it's going to be nice. It's, it's, it's grown. Uh, we didn't have it last year because we did the – remember Eat Uptown? That's right. And uh, the Eat Uptown was – it was a success. Uh, however, I think the Tops and Tapas has a bigger following. So is that, last year, the, the, even actually before that, we are talking about like Eat Uptown was one event, which is going to be the family one Correct. towards yeah. the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And then Tops and Tapas is going to be earlier in the year right. for a different crowd. Is that still the the mindset? Uh, the, the Eat Up Town is still uh, still on the table. Uh, thinking more like September. Okay. Uh, but then again, we got to decide that as an association, and obviously, you know how it goes. We need a person to chair it, to yeah. run it, and to organize it, and it, it's a lot of footwork. And I think both those events. I, I think the why the reason why I I, I, I like those events mm-hmm. and I su- I totally support it is that it gives it gives several exposures. I mean, one is obviously Uptown. Mm-hmm. You know as a general right. Right, destination but also it gives individual exposure to all those restaurants correct um again the only way you get in there to participate is that you got to be part of the association right correct yes um, so so talk about kind of like what you just said in both these instances um if you don't have the funds and or time 
or or you know whatever the means to to be able to explore every single restaurant this is the perfect way Correct. to be able to kind of get Correct. a taste of each Correct. one of them. This um, is th- this this event here, as well as the Eat Uptown. Um, you actually, I mean, you actually come in, and all of Uptown Woody restaurants are there for you. Yeah, that's cool. And you can snack all day long and sample sushi, sample yeah. uh, curry, sample Thai food. You can, I mean, and you, and you don't have to worry about driving anywhere or parking because it's all there. It's for all there, you. yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's a smorgasbord of all the restaurants. That's so cool, man. Yeah, so. Um, Let's see. Uh, so those, those you got those two events. What else is coming up throughout the year? Um, well, we got the uh, after that we got the car show. You know, yeah. our that'll be our nineteenth annual car show. Um, we, and we did that's some, in what June? Uh, that's June first, Saturday, June first. Eighty. Uh, it is eight a.m. to uh, two p.m. Um, I I I, I upped, up the closeout time in order not to impede on the businesses uh, after three or four p.m. Nice. So, so it's going till three or going it, till it's, it's going. It closes at two. Two. Okay. And then we have about an hour and a half to get to clean up and close shop and and be out of the streets by five p.m. Nice. Yeah. And, and then I'm sorry, uh, but one thing too is that we were talking about the businesses. What we did last year, we, we, we sampled with it uh, before the, all the cars were lined up in the vendors, and they but they would be in front of the the main brick and mortars. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. So they would be in front of the six seven forty. They'd be in front of La Pescadora. They'd be in front of Havana House. They'd be in front of La, La Colonia. Uh, so what we did last year as a as a test, um, we basically uh, we we put cones so that they no cars would be put in front of those doors. And so what that does is it, it draws what people say. Oh, there's an opening. There's a restaurant. Let me walk on in after after walking a hot day. Right. Uh, now again, some of the some of the businesses that uptown. They like the car show. Some of them do not like it. They actually hate it. So, but restaurants and bars do really well. <laughs> yeah, they kill it, man. Yeah. They they really kill it. So, I wouldn't say them that businesses don't like it. I think it's a few that don't. And mm. and um, and when I say few, I mean yeah. you're literally to be able to count. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say you can count them in one hand. I, I, um, I'm in agreement. But but in terms of like overall, I mean, I think any any type of of uh, event you provide here in Uptown, yeah. Is uh, it, it just gives it brings another level of awareness. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think anything that closes down the street mm-hmm. uh, is a good thing. Yeah. Because again, it, it, you look at other cities that have similar events. Mm-hmm. They do it more frequently, where they actually close right. streets down. Right. And you see a ton of families, yeah. you know, yeah. dogs and yep. you know, you know, kids and you know, bikes and carts and just having a good time, man. Yeah. Um, which is what we're missing as a community. I mean, we talk about. You hear a lot of complain that we don't have enough parks, right? We don't have mm-hmm. enough spaces for people to gather. Right. I mean, when we create something like this, you're automatically creating. I mean, yeah, it might be for that one day. But you're creating a space that allows for that mm-hmm. uh, and is being used wisely. Um, so, again, I, I think any time we we create something like that is great for the community. Um, and, again, the ultimate goal is to be able to give more exposure to yeah. the uptown area. And, and, and you know what? And as far as t- to be transparent, um, you can't make everybody happy. Yeah, you, you know? never will. You, you know, and, and like you said earlier uh, – I acknowledge the fact that you know there's a few that that, that, yeah. that are not going to be in favor of it, but it, it's one thing. The, you talk about the other cities; those other cities are consistent, and you know, with consistency, people people they acclimate to it. Yeah. You know, because then you you know you got the families and everything else. Um, but you know, uptown is a bit of a it, it's a bit of old thinking yeah. at times, and you know what to to have them become you know new say thinking and here's a vision forward. It's tough to get them outside of that of that old mentality. 
So I I know that you know when I first took over uh, you know in the position, I got backlash. I mean, I literally got backlash on the association, on the functions, on everybody that's part of the association. Uh, that was my first uh, welcoming, saying hello, welcome to being president. And yeah. Here we go. Um, but you know, but we just gotta like anything else, we gotta stay focused, stay persistent, which is the key word, and just do what we do. I like what you said. It, it's our objective uh, to to bring that you know that 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 into Uptown. But some of the business owners, they've never had it, or they're they get it once a year and. They're like, why do we need it? Yeah, yeah. I was, I, I, uh, I've been frequenting. Uh, Sierra Madre has an uptown area. Mm. Man, it's like it's a smaller. Have you been there? No, it's a small. You been? It's smaller in terms of what we have yeah. here, but it's the same thing. I mean, you yeah. got a bunch of little mom and pop shops. Yeah. Um, the cool thing about that is that, um, which which I wish we had here, is that they have outside seating, like cafe seating. Um, and, and it's literally like you're walking. The sidewalks are the same size as ours. And people walking down the sidewalk are like literally walking around people mm-hmm. yeah. uh, sitting on a, on a right. table and chair, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Some people like here, I, I know we, people would be complaining, but like, oh, man, you know, I got to walk around these people like mm-hmm. to try to get here, you know. But but we tend to forget that like in these I want to say these are like more like like slow paced, community based family-oriented communities, you want to slow down. You want to take that little detour. You want to go run obstacles. It's not about just getting from point A to point B in a direct path. And I think that's where we miss the mark here. Like, like there's a reason why it's uptown and it's that quaint, right? Um, so I almost look at it as speed bumps, right? You want to create mm-hmm. those speed bumps to yeah. be able to kind of enjoy the, <laughs> the, the uptown area. But man, if we could do something like that, where they, they where they have it there, I, I've been there during the week. It's, it's like a, like a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Every single cafe that's there that has outdoor dining, every chair is full, and it's like during the week. Like like who the hell you know? Do people not work or what? You know? <laughs> in that area <laughs> but, near Pasadena, right? And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. it's like man. And, and again, you think about like like here in Uptown. You're gonna have more people who frequent the area, but if we create that atmosphere, mm-hmm. oh man, I think oh, I mean I think we're missing the mark on yeah, that one. So. Well, again, I, I think you guys are aware of the of the streetscape, right? Yeah. Correct. If that goes through, um, they already got the they already got the parking structure going up. I think they're gonna I don't know when they're gonna when they're gonna break ground. Maybe next year. I don't know. Just do you know? Do you know? The, supposedly is by the end of the year that you should have everything wrapped up and yeah, beginning of yeah. next year. This year. And for those of you listening, uh, the parking structure is going to be right there on Comstock in between Bailey and Philadelphia, uh, right behind uh, Mimo's Cafe. Uh, and that's going to be, it was going to be 400 spaces, four levels, but now there's going to be 300, right? Three levels? Yeah. Yeah. Um, are they going to have retail at the bottom? No. Okay. So once that goes up, um, then they're talking about doing the streetscape where I don't know what, what the amount of money it is. So that's going to start from Mimo's uh, Breezeway all the way down to the, the Whittier Village Theater Breezeway. Um, someone told me, I was talking to, to one of the councilmen, uh, and they, he, he was kind of possibly exploring making it uh, kind of like a promenade, you know, where there's no cars going from Mimo's uh, all the way down to the theater where people just walk. You know, I thought that I thought I thought that would be a that would be a great twist and just have it that way. That way, you know, um, the for the extension the extensions of the sidewalks they're gonna what are they called uh, the parkers Parkway, or parkways? No, the parklets. Uh, ah, parklet. The parklets. Uh, I've 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 been to the gas lamp. You know, I, I've seen the parklets and I never ever envisioned them to be up in uptown. But those parklets are gonna be a great addition to to uh, 
families and people eating outside the restaurant and the restaurant you know you sit there and eat outside versus inside yeah and what's a parklet just so is it extending the sidewalk out no well the go ahead it's essentially taking over one of the parking spots that's there right. and then building it out for seating or so, any use. So exten- potentially so, extending the, the, the Yeah, so, the so, so, so all the sidewalks, all the sidewalks are obviously going to be broken up, and they're going to be extended out. Okay. Um, the parklets are going to be movable, okay? They're going to be movable if you wanted to keep them out there for the whole year and or move them in and out. So the parklets is considered a wood deck. And the parklet's going to go right in front of the of the restaurant, and be you know be be put there, and people can it'll have a rail like a fence, and you know designated for that restaurant. And they're not going to have parklet parklets in every restaurant. I think it's, I think uh, from from the theater to to Philadelphia, there's two. There's one on the on the e- west and east, and then from Philadelphia up to Bailey, there's going to be two on on the east of Greenleaf, and then two I think one or two on the other side. And this would be specific to certain restaurants, or is it anyone? It's like a cafeteria. That that I, I don't know. Yeah, that I don't know. I, all I've seen was pictures. Yeah, man. Again, I, I think any any of those kind of ideas would be great. It's yeah. just it's just with with the way the economy goes. Mm-hmm. Like the longer we wait, the more of a I don't want to say bad position, but we're gonna put ourselves in a. In a, in a position where it's not going to be feasible and it doesn't right. make sense. Yeah. Right now we're in that thriving uh, economy where it makes sense. You need to do it like right away. Yeah. Uh, but I understand that the, there's a process. Right. Um, but yeah, man, anything, any any time you could do uh, outdoor seating in any space, yeah. uh, it just adds a different element. Yeah. Uh, again, if the if the structure that's going to go up, if the, if the streetscape goes through, uh, the people are not going to recognize uptown. Yeah. You know, come three to four, and I'll say five years from now, they're not gonna they're not gonna recognize it. And right now, they won't start the streetscape until the structure is finished that, or complete. Uh, or that is correct. Started? Yes, until, okay. yeah, until until it's done. Got it. Okay. Yeah, and they, they, I think that would consider phase one. And then we got the whole issue with the obviously with the ficus trees. Um, you know, they're I don't know if you guys know, but they're opted to do uh, a phase one, which is remove every other ficus tree versus taking taking them all out. And having a clean sweep, um, I have my opinions about that, but that'll be at a, another no, point. I, I mean, I, I think we can talk about it now. I mean, it, it, no. it's one of those things where, like, like you talk about the everybody keeps talking about the expense. Oh, it's gonna, right. how, how much is it going to cost? Remove all of them. That's one. The other factor is once you take them out, what is it going to? What what is it going to do to the area? Mm-hmm. And now you're changing the look. Mm-hmm. You know, third is like you got to preserve these trees. You know, so it's about greenery and this and all. Those are all kind of valid points. Right. Yeah, they, they, they're all valid. Um, I. What's everyone's opinion? How, okay, make it we'll easier. say that. Well, here, how, how about, oh, I'll be I'll, I'll be totally direct and transparent. So it, how about ahead. I say my opinions, and if you agree, you just say yes. No, or no, 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 <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> uh, but you know, you know what? Again, my uh, my opinion is as a business owner. Uh, my no, well, and a, and a, and well, a resident who per- comes down I'll to the say, area. I'll, I'll say it as a business owner. I'll say it as a part of the community. I'll say it as I walk in uptown every day. As a parent, yeah. Uh, get, get rid of the trees. Yeah. The, these ficus trees and the sap that they leave uh, on, on the ground, the sap that they leave on the awnings, awnings the cars. on the window, on the cars. You had your office on Greenleaf. Remember mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, Remo saw that pretty much every day. Yeah. Um, why would you? Why would you invest? I think it's what two to three million dollars to do a streetscape, but remove every other tree. 
how are you going to keep a tree and run the cement around it where you're still going to have the same issue? Now, again, these trees back in the day, yes, 40, 50 years ago, it was an enlightenment. It was like, yay, we got trees. I mean, trees are beautiful. I'm for green. Um, but yet to know the damage that, that these trees have done, um, and take a look at this. The trees have been known to be uh, – they're ficus. Okay? The, the, whatever the – the uh, the the what they do it is what it is. However, the trees at this at this uh, size and thickness, the majority of, of of sidewalks all on Bailey, it's all broken up. But yep. yet the city went ahead and put black uh, black asphalt on it to make it you know smooth or what have you. That doesn't look nice. At the same time, I mean they're broken. Um, I was walking from the office on Philadelphia uh, into Uptown, uh, you know, going to get lunch. And uh, there was a guy in a wheelchair trying to go over across the street from Brookdale. He couldn't go over the hill because he was in a wheelchair. And why? Because that tree, because the cement was broken up and it had the asphalt. So I literally pushed him over the, you know, over the hump, and then he went back down. So, again, we, the city's priority should be, um, again, aesthetically letting Uptown Whittier look its best. And that goes, you want to take it, go ahead. Actually, no, I was going to say the city's uh, stands should be more of a safety. Right. Like, like <laughs> what is it that they need to provide at a safety Agreed. level? Let the Upton Association or uh, this other group who's, mm-hmm. who's part of the business owners represent also right. the Upton area deal with the, the, the aesthetics of what the area should look like. Because mm-hmm. um, you're right. I mean, these trees, one, they're not native trees. Correct. It's not like they, 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 they're meant to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, they're, they're just... They're creating a lot of problems, okay. and they're problems that will continue to happen mm-hmm. unless you remove the tree. Right. So it doesn't matter how big of a sidewalk you build or, or how well you plant it. It's still going to end up tearing it up either now mm-hmm. or five, ten years from now. Right. Um, I, I, here, here's my point of view on those trees is that, yeah, it might cost more money to remove them now, but the money you're going to save in the long term right. is, is what we should look at. Um the other thing too is is we talked about aesthetics. Uptown has a very unique uh, architecture style. Um, you don't see that many uh, architectural buildings or collection of buildings in one single area. We're not really showcasing them with all these trees. I mean, these trees canopies are so huge that they they actually block the facades of these buildings. So by removing these trees, we're actually now restoring. What the original idea of Uptown was, which right. was you know this this main street main street kind of look and mm-hmm. feel, um, I mean just imagine going to Disneyland. As soon as you walk into the park yeah. and you go go down Main Street, there you don't see a ton of trees. Nope. I mean, but what, you see, but what does but, it give you? It but, gives but, you that feeling of right. of like of of kind of community, right? Like like you appreciate the area more because you're able to see you know specific details on the specific buildings. So I think that, you know, removing the trees, as much as they're as beautiful as they are, um, as green as they are, I think it, we could we could replace them or remove them um, and, and put that somewhere else. Like, like if we're going to start planting trees, maybe we plant them in a park or something like that. I don't know. I mean, yeah. well, I, I don't know what the big deal about trees is here in Rio. Uh, I have a concrete jungle at home, so I, I'm <laughs> like the go. worst person to ask about trees. I I knew that they're ficus just like last week, so I didn't, no, I'm just kidding. No, I, if it was me, I, I would agree. I would 
remove the trees, maybe plant something that doesn't have as the same base. Well, yeah, well, they're gonna. Well, on that note, they're gonna put. They're gonna replace them with London trees, which uh, again don't grow as thick and large, and but they still create shade. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. Anyways. I mean, I'll tell you right now. Sitting here from the fifth floor of Jesse's office, and you look outside, they actually look really nice. Yeah, they do. But but the overall damage and, and the cost and all that <laughs> stuff, it just. I don't yeah. think, um, like, if you're not going to do it now and you just do, like you said, the hard, the streetscape and leave the trees, you're going to do it at a future date. You know, it's just a matter of time. You're going to have to pay it again or maintenance-wise. And, yeah. yeah. You, you know, and, and again, and, and, and we talked earlier, if everybody does their part, um, you know, the city, uh, you know, the, the UWIA, you know, the Whittier Uptown Association – even including each business owner down in Uptown, if everybody does their part, I mean, Uptown would be just so gorgeous and so appealing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it'd be, you know, I'm not saying it's going to be a Pasadena old town or anything like that, but, you know, we'd be close to it. Um, one of the thoughts that, that I, that, as we're talking, as you brought up the uh, the UWIA, um, you know, obviously, no, I don't want to get too much into the homeless, but um, we talked earlier about, you know, uh, vacant buildings, you know. One of the ideas that, that I, I want to, maybe toss the city is is the the uwia it represents the property owners so if there's a property that maybe is being sold or what have you but it's vacant unattended uh if it's unattended for 60 to 60 days 90 days um uh fence it up not fence it up in a bad way where it looks bad but let that property owner be responsible for the upkeep number one as well as uh you know any uh trans transients or homeless that, that, are, that are parked there uh, not to be just an absent an absentee owner and saying I live outside of the outside of the county and let my 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 building just sit there because I, I, there's no accountability in that right now. Um, yes, I, I think two things. One is that I think as a, whether it's the association or one of these organizations, Correct. right? Yeah, I think they need to be put on notice Correct. that that building is changing ownership. Mm-hmm. So so at that point. One of those three agencies would reach out to that potential uh, building owner mm-hmm. and give them an update of what the uptown is about, what are kind of like the issues mm-hmm. or what to look out for, and then how do how to do some of that preventive, uh, I guess maintenance, maintenance or, right. or you know, because um, I'll say this: I, I met an owner who's taking over a building here, and and same thing. He doesn't live in the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just recently bought the building. And uh, there's these dudes camping out in front of their building, and man, they tore it up, man. Mm-hmm. And I had to send him like like you know daily pictures right. and, and and call him and say, hey, yeah. you gotta you gotta come take care of this, you yeah. know. Good for you. And his response was like, well, doesn't the city do that? Good for you. It's like yeah. no, like like the, the the from that line over is the city, from that line over is your your building. Mm-hmm. So she so said, right, I'll get my guys out there, and this is and that. He goes, I didn't realize it was that bad. I said. It's not that bad, but when people see that there's vacant buildings, mm-hmm. they're going to go and take advantage yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. I said so. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, so th- that's what I'm saying. I think that's kind of one of those 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 uh, you know kind of thinking thinking forward. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I'd hate that they go vacant, yeah. but I understand that sometimes you got to turn on a business or something happens. Right. Um, but it, but it's a good thing. It's a yeah. good thing because it brings a different dynamic Correct. to, to yeah. the area. I'm excited, man. I mean, there's a lot of things going on. I mean, a lot of new businesses opening yeah, up. Yeah. Uh, a lot of good restaurants are going to yeah, be opening up. We have up. that, uh, what's it called, the Indian restaurant coming? Yeah, the Indian restaurant. I don't know what's, uh, Ish is the owner, but I don't know what's, what, you know yeah. what's it called, Chris? Emily? 
Emily's, uh, yeah. Emily's? What the em- final name, we don't know. But oh, yeah. Well, you know, as of yeah. right now, I guess. Yeah, uh, you know what, again, because I'm a huge fan of Indian food, and I always go down to where? Where uh, No, Artesia. Artesia, yeah. Oh, always, yeah. I always go down to Pioneer to get oh, my get my. Curry Hut on yeah. uh, Pico Rivera, uh, Whittier Boulevard yeah. in Pico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge, huge uh, Indian food fan. Um, and then, uh, you know, we already got our Thai place. We lost um, the Thai on uh, right there where... Turnbull Tavern is, Gutai. but now, yeah, Gutai's. Gutai. But now we have Steve Polson over at the Greenleaf Thai Cuisine, which the Phenomenal. yellow curry chicken is to die for. I yeah. like the green curry. That's no, funny. I'm so a yellow good. curry guy. So they have uh, the crying tiger that's really good as well. Oh, it's do a they? Ribeye. There you go. Remo Kreiser, Timmy Orson. I get the <laughs> Yeah, so you, you know what? We we, we got a lot of uh, you know we got uh, there's a lot of. You know, some restaurants that, that, that have already kind of spent their time there, but now we got Tacos Michi right there where the old... Um, uh, Vaca Burger. Where the old Vaca used to, used to be. We got Super Mex coming up uh, just north of uh, Crepes and Grapes. Uh, and then we got uh, Calaveras. Uh, uh, anything grand happening um, with the association? Uh, you know what? Just upcoming, we have the, uh, the Tops and Tapas. We have the Antique Fair coming up Saturday, April 6th. We have the Tops and Tapas April 28th. Car Show, June 1st. Uh, and then we have the, our annual Sonata. You know, I'm sorry, our, our Halloween Capers. Yeah. Uh, that's more so for the kids in Uptown. And then we have our, our Holiday Sonata, which will be two days, Friday and Saturday. Um, and then we have our, you know, uh, I think it's 64 years now for the Christmas Parade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have that coming along. And, you know, any other. Oh, and then we have the other one, the Tour de Taco. Nice. The Tour de Taco's coming up. Uh, were you guys there last year? Yeah. yeah. I, I can't believe someone ate 18 tacos mm-hmm. or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I waited like thirty minutes for one talk. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a it was a Remember couple. They had one. strategy, you know. They shared tacos. This couple. I know that you and Eva split up. Like, okay, you get these tacos, and I get Once, those tacos. And then that was older. We're oh, like, well, well, we're not going to. Thought there was real strategy. Yeah, well, you, you know what? Get this. Uh, that that was uh, that was uh, that was uh, April's baby. She was the uh, innovative birth of that one, yeah. and uh, it, she they, she forecasted maybe a hundred, two hundred people. You you know, you know how many people checked in? How many? 500. Nice. 500. And they had the, obviously, the Tordo Taco uh, the things. Yeah, the little bibs. Um, but what's funny is that uh, there's, there's, there's talk, don't quote me on it, but to do the pedicabs. Nice. To bicycle everybody around. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, and anybody out there in the Instagram world wants to see Remo petty one of those? There you go. Uh, Good luck. Huh? I'll do the dunk <laughs> thing. I'm not, I'm not pedaling anyway. <laughs> Unless it's a golf cart. There you go. Then, there uh, you go. Then, then we'll, we'll hitch it to a golf yeah. cart. Yeah, and, and, and you know what? And, and for the uh, for, for the listeners right now, the tour the, the tour de taco is named after the Tour de France. Um, but what it is is that every restaurant basically puts on their own specialty tacos, and you go around, you pay a fee, and you go to each restaurant. You'll have a schematic and a menu. Of what restaurant, you know, like if you're vegan, you'll go here. If you want a, a pork taco, you'll go here. If you want a potato taco, you go here. Uh, and, the, and then everybody meets at the end by the grassy lot, and, you know, whoever ate the most tacos wins. That's right. But the winner last year was 18, right? Nice. It was like, I think it might have even been more. It was like a ridiculous. I heard number. it was 22. Yeah. It was yeah. 20. Maybe it was 20. It was 22. Yeah. And, and then remember, last year, that being the first first run, um, the a lot of the restaurants themselves, I know that they would plan better. And because I learned, I learned, even me, I waited, 
I think, 40 minutes for a taco. Yeah. And I'm already like, okay, uh, I want to go somewhere else. I'm losing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but with any event, you know, you learn from them and yeah. just to make the next event an even better success. So Correct. I think that a lot of the restaurants, um, one thing is that they'll, ha- they'll have like a specific area for people with tacos and not really give them the sit-down service. Mm-hmm. I remember I was the first person at California Grill and I was like, yeah, we can't do this, sit down. We can't do this, sit down. You guys just got to, like, if someone's here for the tour de taco, you just got to tell them what tacos they're offering and just get the taco ready and have them sit, like, at the corner because they're just trying to eat a taco and go to the next mm-hmm. spot. Yeah. You know, I mean, I would, lo- I love California Grill. I would love to sit there, have the bread, nosh on it, you know, but I don't have time for that because I'm trying to win, mm-hmm. you know. And then <laughs> you, you get full after yeah. a little bit amount of time, so. Yeah. Drink your water. You should walk around the block, you know. <laughs> but so the, 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 the these petty, are my strategy yeah. tips I'm giving the, away. The, the petty cats would the petty cats would work, yeah. you know. So we'll see what they do. But as far as that, I mean, those those are the upcoming events and any other, uh, you know, innovative ideas. We also have the art stroll, which is I think the first Wednesday of every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to they want to take that. Maryland is doing that, so yeah, that's it. Very cool. All right, Frank. Well, we have some. Uh, some Woodier questions for you. So when you're walking around or in Uptown or even anywhere in Woodier, what are you, what is your go-to lunch spot that Ooh. you would recommend? Uh, where do people find you? Where do, yeah. Oh, where can they find me? Lunch spot? Uh, or your favorite spot? My favorite go-to spot? Mm, La Pescadora. La Pescadora. Is there some bias there because April's a good friend? Or? No, 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 no. Uh, no, you know what? Because uh, you know she's going to be listening. You're yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, La Pescadora for one, A, because it's, it, it, it's, geez, within two blocks, I walk up there real quick. They know me. They know what I like. Uh, and that's the uh, the ceviche or the uh, the chile, chile verde burrito. Got it. How about for an adult beverage? Oh, um, if it's going to be IPA, bottle room, definitely. Uh, that place I love. Um, as far as a mixed drink, I would say the uh, the Nixon, the Nixon Chop Whiskey. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what do you think is missing in uh, in Uptown? Like, if there's something that you maybe leave, or in Whittier, or in Whittier that you leave Whittier and you go maybe to another city that you would like to see here in Whittier, what Ooh. would that be? Um, I would say for right now, in thinking, uh, and I'm going to mostly say this in terms of. You know, me being with the YMCA coaching my twins, eight-year-old twins, um, we always have festive, you know, celebrations at the end. And, you know, I, I would love to see, and I, I, what it's missing is, it's missing a full-blown pizza joint sports bar. A big pizza place that has your sports. Kind of like, you know, you know, a three, have you guys been to a three-alarm pizza? Mm-hmm. Okay, right there. What's that, La Mirada? Yeah, La Mirada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go in there. The kids can do what they do. The adults can do what they do. Yeah. But Pizza Mania. There's, there's nothing up there. like that. Pizza Mania is kind of like that in yeah, South Woodyard. Yeah, there you go. Like Pizza Mania. By the way, Three Alarm Pizza just changed. Did they? What? Yeah. To, to Pikey's Pizza. Oh. Which you sold. Interesting. I, I, I keep hearing it's a good it's a good pizza place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not yet gone. So mm-hmm. oh, interesting. Yeah, but, but, but see, we need that environment that's going to be a kid friendly and and sports friendly, in my opinion. <laughs> there you go. I, I, that's I think, that's I your that's next missing. venture, man. Huh? That's your next venture. Next no, I don't have time for it. Yeah. So, so <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese is not Medina. It, no, 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 no. <laughs> Medina cheese. Or no, 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 no. Frank Piazza. No. <laughs> That's it with the questions? Yeah. yeah. I think so. that, uh, Frank, is, is there one uh, fond memory that you have here in Whittier that uh, as a kid growing up that, you know, you said that you kind of grew up and these were your stomping grounds, are your stomping grounds. Mm-hmm. What is your most fondest memory of 
with here? Well, um, I didn't grow up uh, childhood-wise here. Okay. On my stomping grounds, I meant when I was kind of in my early 30s. Uh-huh. Um, I would say the memory, uh, one of the, the memories is, is just uh, being part of Uptown, you know, Havana House, having a cigar and meeting, meeting great, make, making great friendships. Uh, I, gotta, I can't tell you how many friendships I've made in Uptown, whether it be having a casual drink, dinner, or what have you. Uh-huh. I would have to say it would, it would be making the friendships that I've made in Uptown. You're welcome, Frank. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Dunk tank. DM them. DM them. Dunk tank. Exactly. Frank, thanks for coming on, thanks man. It's, coming uh, on. I think it's a good update of what's happening.